Welcome to Small Business Big Network, the podcast for small business owners who want big results from their networking. I'm Liz Drury, a freelance voiceover artist who knows that if you're not working, then networking could help. Robin Allen is a personal insurance specialist and lover of LinkedIn and TikTok. In this interview, she tells me how she's using both of these very effectively as tools to grow her business. She also describes how networking is a bit like toilet training a dog. Robin, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. Thanks for having me. Now, you've got one of those jobs that some people might perceive as being boring. So tell us what it is you do and why it's not boring. <laughs> now, this is where do I do the boring intro or do I do the normal <laughs> intro? Um, well, well, the, the sensible grown-up introduction is that I am an insurance advisor who helps people specifically with their personal insurances. So the life insurance, critical illness, income protection, um, and the things that they don't want to talk about, really, mm. because we don't want to think about the what-ifs. Um, but my current introduction is basically I talk to people about life, death, and everything in between, because somebody needs to have these conversations, because if we don't, we're not prepared. Mm. Yeah, I think those are all things that we know we need, but we don't want, like you say, we don't want to talk about it. No, it's, I have this ability to be able to have these conversations, which is why I think I found my niche in this area, because for me, nothing is taboo. I have to talk to people about their finances, their work, their family, um, their health. I have to, I have to really go into their health Mm. at times. And some people take a while to warm up and be able to be open about something they don't talk about on a day-to-day basis because they want to hide it or it worries them if people know these things about them. Yeah. Which is why people avoid the conversations because they know it's going to come up and they're not ready to be so open. Yeah. So how did you find your niche? How did your business get started? Oh, well, this goes way, way back. 30 odd years. No. <laughs> You're not that old. <laughs> I, I am that old. Um, my my dad actually was a bank manager. So when I was growing up, I was always around bank branches. He worked for the Halifax. And I'd go in on weekends and I'd see these really glam looking people working in a bank and it looked really fun. Um, so when I sort of left school, I left school at 17, decided I wanted to go into the world of work. And I was like, well, what what do I know? And at 17, you don't know anything, mm. do you? Let's be honest. You think you do. <laughs> oh, God, I thought I was so grown up at that point. And now I look back and go, you were so dumb. <laughs> um, and I went, well, I know banking. I do, I do know it. I understand it. I'm good with numbers. So I applied for a couple of banks, um, one of which was the Halifax. And I remember ringing and telling my dad. And I said, right, I've had the call. I've got a job. And he went, where? And I was at Halifax. And he was like, he sort of went silent because <laughs> he'd retired the year before. <laughs> so he'd escaped. Um, and, and that was the beginning of what I thought, I'll be honest, was going to be a lifelong career. Mm. It's what my dad had done for 30 odd years. My stepmother still worked there at the time because that's how they'd met. Um, and I started off cashiering. I did banking advising. I did a bit of management. Um, and my last role was as a financial consultant, which was dealing with insurance. 
And I, I loved that role and I thought I'd found my niche at that point. Mm. And then we had the unfortunate news that we were being made redundant. And I didn't know what to do with myself. Yeah. And this is what I planned. If you cut me open, I bled blue for that company. Um, and I will admit we had a great union, so the payoff wasn't that sh- too shabby. Um and I took some time and I was like, initially, I don't, I want to get out of financial services. Like it's hurt me. Mm. I feel wronged by it. And again, that's the attitude that we kind of have probably in our twenties where we go, somebody's wronged us. We need to go a different way. And then following some time and I had developed some anxiety at that point, which I always say to people, I've developed Robin 2.0. I took some time to work on me, which I think is what helps me help others. Mm. And I remember I was at home. I wasn't working. My partner came home from work one day and I went, I'm bored. And he went, okay, let's do something. I went, no, 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 I'm bored. Like I want to work again. And he goes, what do you want to do? And I was like, "Mm, I kind of like insurance still. (laughs) (laughs) Bit bit like admitting to something that you don't want to admit. Who says that? Apparently me in <laughs> in like December um, when I'm bored um, and I started looking for a job and they were few and far between at the time because insurance is still an area that it's up and coming. It, it needs more fresh blood and mm. fresh meat coming into it. And it came around to the fact I turned around and went, I'm starting a company. I'm going to do this for myself. Let's see how this goes. <laughs> no idea what I was doing. Did not have a clue what corporation tax was. Was started a limited company not knowing. Named it after myself because it turns out naming a company is really difficult. And five years later, here I am. And I love it more than ever. And, and at what point did you start deliberately networking to grow your new business? Oh, immediately. Because they sat there and they went, where are you going to find your customers? And I went, don't know. <laughs> And I started Googling and I sort of found, oh, what's this business networking thing? Oh, lots of people in a room and everybody needs insurance. So, of course, they're all going to bow down and go, please, please sort our insurance as soon as I walk in the room. Because that's <laughs> what we all think when we start networking, isn't it? Let's be honest. Um, and I very quickly realised that, A, they don't just all fawn over you and go, please, 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 I need your service. Um, you have to build those relationships. Yeah. Um, and second, I went, I no longer have colleagues. Mm. I spent nearly a decade surrounded by people yeah, and customers. And these are my new colleagues. This is my water cooler moment. Yeah. And I embraced it as that. And I stopped going in with any expectations and just embraced it for what it was, which is building a network. And mm. I've loved it ever since. Yeah. Well, I've met you at um, a number of obviously online networks at the, at the moment. How are you finding the, the online networking? Presumably you were doing face to face meeting before the pandemic. Yeah. So we'll, we'll start with I was the person who 18 months ago I was on the road. I was going to five to seven networking events a week. Wow. I insisted on seeing all of my clients face to face. And if you'd have told me then that I was going to move everything online, I'd have told you, no, that's absolutely not happening. This is the way I do it. This is the way that works. And you can't tell me anything else. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm, I'm completely honest about that. Now, I love this online world that's been created. I love it. I 
love being able to do all of my appointments in gym kit. I love (laughs) not having to spend hours in my car, which I used to say was my time, but it was dead time. Mm. And I'm, I'm busier now than I've ever been. And the fact that I can go and talk to somebody in Hull and then talk to somebody in Ireland and then talk to somebody down in London, all in the space of three hours. Yeah. I could never have travelled and met these people. Yeah, yeah. Now, you and I have met at um, some different styles of networking. What kind of style do you like best, do you think? The speed networking or the more structured networks? I'm, I think I'm much more a fan of who's in the room. I mean, I love speed networking because I love getting to know people and I don't mind the structure either. What I'm a big fan of is the people in the room. Because for me, it is all about the people and those that come across as really authentic, really fun and like somebody that you're like, oh, I'd want to go and grab a coffee or a drink with Mm. you. I I want to talk to you more. Now, you're also very good at using the likes of LinkedIn and more recently TikTok. (laughs) So tell me about about what you're doing on there. Um, Being a prat, basically. No, I I'd always said to myself, I need to spend more time on LinkedIn. I need to film some videos and things like that. And I did start doing it more in 2020 because obviously the world had changed. Mm. Um, and I started to look at TikTok and I thought, is this a tool I can use for business or am I pushing it too far? Because throughout 2020, I kind of tried to introduce more of my own personality into what I was doing and focus less on what people thought an insurance advisor should be like and be more Robin. Yeah. um, Which is unique. (laughs) And to say the least. And I I discovered TikTok, I think just before Christmas. And I take two weeks off every year at Christmas, New Year. And I just spent two weeks looking at it and seeing different types of videos being made and listening to different sounds. And I was like, well, I could do this and I could incorporate that. And I can show personality with this and, oh, God, all all other business owners feel this way. That's good. And I just made sort of a solemn vow to myself on the first Monday back in January. I said, I'm going to post a video every single day (laughs) on LinkedIn, Monday to Friday. And I was like, the only way to do that is it's got to be quick. It can't be Mm. I've filmed 10 minutes of footage on my iPad that I've then got to edit and cut. And TikTok is just such an easy editing tool. It keeps everything to under a minute. Um, Some of my videos are less than 10 seconds long. Yeah. But it gets a point across. So I've I've fallen in love with it. And I encourage every business owner to don't judge a book by its cover. Don't look at sort of what they deem to be silly or young or anything on it. Look at it as, and for for what it is, it's an editing tool that gives you a lot of content ideas so that, those that say they're not creative in inverted commas it gives you that space to be Mm. I mean I think your videos are brilliant they are really creative they're really funny and they are they're just you they show your personality and at the end of the day you know a lot of people say this people buy from people so it's Robin that they're buying as much as what it is you're selling no absolutely and I I've had that said to me more this year from clients than I've ever had it said Mm. I, I will have a message in my inbox from someone going, I've watched your video. Um, 
could you help me with my insurance? And at that point, I always kind of reply going, hi, which video did you watch? <laughs> and if they're like, oh, you won on life insurance, I'm like, okay. If they're like, yeah, the one where you were dancing, I'm like, okay. <laughs> Either way, <laughs> I'll take it, just so I know which side of me you've seen. Um, but it is, it's, it's people saying to me, I feel comfortable with you, despite the fact I've never met you. I feel like I can trust you, despite the fact I've never met you. One person said, I feel like I can trust you and I've never actually heard you speak. Because <laughs> I'd only watched the videos where I was mute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that just, just shows the power of the, the online world, doesn't it? That people are getting to know you like you trust you without ever having met you. Yeah, it, and it, it brings across the fact that they believe that I'm going to treat them in such a way that they know they're going to understand what I'm talking about. They know they're going to feel confident in what they're doing. And yeah. I always end all of my meetings with, have you got any questions or is there anything else you'd like to know, um, thoughts, et cetera. And that most of the time I get, no, you, you've covered absolutely everything. I had a list of questions, but you've, you've covered it all in a, in a nice, fun way. Like I have clients apologising because they might have segued off into a conversation about the garden or something and I'm going no don't apologize I need to know that these things are important because when we're talking about if something happens I know that talking about adapting the home to make sure you can still get out to the garden would be important to you Mm. because that's the level of discussion we need to have yeah well, I think it's definitely working for you. Yeah, the things you're doing on on LinkedIn and and TikTok, you you pop up in my feed all the time, and I always I always enjoy a Robin video. <laughs> <laughs> it's when people go, I keep seeing you on my feed, and we're not even connected. So I think we should just connect at this point. And I'm like, hi, sorry, <laughs> welcome to the madness. I apologise in advance. <laughs> That's a good position to be in. <laughs> so I was having a look at your LinkedIn profile actually before um before this interview today, and. I noticed that you're a non-executive director of the North Ants Chamber of Commerce. So what does that mean exactly? Oh, that means we have fantastic Zoom meetings. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, the Chamber of Commerce uh, was something, and again, being honest, I'd only ever heard of it when I was younger through my dad because he was a bank manager. So he was involved in the rotary and the chambers and things like that. And when I started networking, I met this slightly annoying person called Sunny Singh. And he'll forgive me for saying that because <laughs> he knows I'm only messing. Um, and he was part of the Northamptonshire Chamber of Commerce. And I didn't really understand what it was. But again, I spent the time getting to know Sunny, learning more. The fact that they provide not only opportunities to network, but they provide support with things like HR, legals, which is great for startups, international stuff for those businesses that trade. Um, they do exhibitions. And I went, this is that. This is somewhere I want to be. This is somewhere I really enjoy. So I, I joined as a member. And if there was an event and I could get to it, as long as it wasn't an early morning one, mm-hmm. um, I was there. And I, again, it's this great, community especially in Northamptonshire um Sunny's been great we've we've got hashtags uh, like hashtag this is Northants hashtag stronger together so it really is a community that's been built and the opportunity came up to apply for a position um on the board as a non-exec and I 
I said to my other half, I said, I, f- I feel like a bit of a fraud because we all have this mild imposter syndrome, mm, don't yep. we, at times? Yep. And I went, I feel too young. I said, I know this sounds stupid. I feel too female. I feel like, do they want someone with a mohawk on the board? Like, <laughs> because you, I always have these moments, even still. And I was like, nope, go for it. Just do it. Um, and I'll be honest, it's been one of the most eye-opening um, and fulfilling things I've ever done. Mm-hmm. Because... I mean, being a non-exec, it is eyes on, hands off. I, I heard this phrase last year and I love it. And it, it's, we're not operational, we're strategic. So we just kind of have the oversight and look after things. But it's great to feel part of such an amazing institution and see it change and develop, especially in the last 12 months, yeah. because chambers of commerce at times have a reputation for being old school. Mm. They do. It it kind of comes with the territory of the name. But watching them evolve this year and turn to online events and CPD sessions and sort of mental well-being wellness weeks. And it, it's just been fabulous to see and great to be part of. And yeah, just so much fun. That's really good to hear. Now, every chamber you know, operates a bit a bit differently because they're, they're independent. How, how does your chamber in particular help people with, with networking? What kind of events do they put on? Well, mine's just the best, of course. <laughs> of course. By the way, this is a voluntary position. I don't get paid for this. Um, <laughs> no, they, they've been absolutely fantastic. So we have um, speed networking events. So obviously we come in and people go into rooms and we have room hosts, one of which I normally am. Um, who take control of the room and as you can imagine my room tends to probably be a bit more interesting than others <laughs> um, but we also have great meet the neighbours events so we actually link up with other chambers so like Cambridgeshire and Warwickshire, um, Bedfordshire, uh, Northamptonshire Chamber is actually linked up with Milton Keynes so we get to meet people not only from our local area but from others which mm. now that a lot of us are online is a yeah. really big deal um, but they've also introduced um, something called Chamber Wind Down. So there's a Friday every month where we all just get together at sort of three o'clock on a Friday and it's a lot more casual and everyone can just sort of sit around and go, oh, right, that was a bit of a week, wasn't it? Like, yeah, yeah we'll talk about what we do, but we're also going to talk about something more relaxed. Yeah. Um, the last one we did, Kate, that was running it, was asking for Netflix series recommendations. And God, I've never heard so many in my life <laughs> because we all do nothing but watch Netflix now, apparently. Yeah, I could do with some recommendations, actually. I've run out of things to watch. <laughs> Kate has a very long list. I'll get her to send it. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds brilliant. So if people are just coming to networking, maybe they're just starting out in business or they haven't needed to network before and now they find that they do. What would be your top tips for starting in networking? Oh, so many. Um, For me, you need to go in and be your authentic self Mm. because it is such hard work being somebody else or playing a part. You you can't keep it up in the long term, which makes you then potentially not enjoy events. Yeah. I always say to people, you get the exact same Robin at networking or in my business as you would do when I'm at home, which makes my life so much easier and enjoyable. So be authentic, be yourself, um, but also go in with zero expectations. Do not go in expecting everybody to suddenly need you because you're amazing. 
we've no doubt you are amazing but you need to build trust and relationships so short-term pain long-term gain Mm. just you've got to give it time yeah I would absolutely agree with that it's it is it's a it's a marathon not a sprint isn't it absolutely and it's when you see people and we've all done it they'll they'll attend a couple of events and then they won't come back and somebody go oh where are they and at that moment someone goes where are they you go oh this might have been a missed opportunity for you Mm. just because you didn't give it that sort of extra one I'm this person where where I'm starting to not feel something I'll go I'll give it one more yeah because it's always that one more and the the thing that taught me that that was my dog that taught me that (laughs) and it's the dumbest story it was when we were toilet training him and for anybody that's ever toilet trained a dog you have to take them outside regularly and then they don't go and then you bring them back in and then they do their business straight on the carpet yeah. and you'll go and you're blaming the dog. You instantly you blame the thing that's done it. And then I went, no, it's me. I'm bringing him in because I feel a certain way about being outside. Yeah. So I said to my other half, I said, the moment we feel like we want to go inside, we give him an extra five minutes. Yeah. Cracked it in a week. And I was like, <laughs> oh, it was us all along. <laughs> but it's the same thing. Always give it that extra time. I think that's a brilliant tip. <laughs> so just finally then, Robin, where can people find you? What's the best way to get in touch with Robin? Oh, I'm everywhere. <laughs> I joke about this, but I feel like I am. No, the best way to connect with me, to be honest, is on LinkedIn. I feel like I live there now. Um, come and see the videos. Come and get to know me. Feel free to drop me a message. Um, I might not always reply very quickly because I'm constantly on Zoom or podcasts or anything else. I'm making TikTok videos. <laughs> making TikToks. Don't, there are some days I look at my to-do list and I'm just going to make a TikTok and then an hour later the to-do list is still there. <laughs> um, but no, LinkedIn will be the best place to come and find me because come and join the community, come and, come and join in, see what we're up to um, and you never know who you might find. Sounds brilliant. It's been great talking to you, Robin, and I shall be looking out for your next video. Uh, that might be going up in the next sort of half an hour or so so you can enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> brilliant. Thanks, Robin. Brilliant. Thanks, Liz. Thanks for listening to Small Business Big Network. If you found this podcast useful, please do rate, review and subscribe. And don't forget to share it with the rest of your network too.